From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaBecca Live on ESPN 106.3. It's a Big Teddy takeover on a Tuesday. Myself, Theo Dorsey, in for Ken LaBecca, who is still licking his wounds from that Dolphins loss. I'm sorry, Ken. We'll, we'll get you back here soon, but he had to take a little break. He had to get a little time off. He's also sick and under the weather. That's really what's happening there. But we're taking over for him. We have Jeanette Javier out of Orlando. We've got Stone LeBanowitz Friday Night Lights here in the studio. And then I've got this tweet that I just saw that we have to get to from Jonathan Jones on, from CBS NFL's coverage on CBS. Condoleezza Rice will be part of the Broncos' search for a new head coach because she's part owner of the Denver Broncos. Former Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice will be part of the ownership group that will be looking out for a new head coach as Nathaniel Hackett was fired after a 4-11 start with those Denver Broncos thanks to two quarterbacks, his own guy, Russell Wilson, who again has 12 touchdowns and nine interceptions after being paid $161 million guaranteed over the offseason, and of course, Baker Reagan Mayfield, who hung 51 on that very vaunted Denver defense. So, Ben, I mean, I don't know if you've thought about this. I, I didn't even know Condoleezza Rice was in on the ownership group, but she'll be part of the uh, decision-making team, bringing the next leader of the Broncos country that I don't even know if they still say let's ride anymore. I don't know. Yeah. Not a lot of riding going on out there it's right now. quite a decision here to help Condoleezza get, get her in on the action there. Hey, I like it. The it, Broncos just don't miss, man. They just love to stay in the headlines. <laughs> They'd love to stay right up there at the top. Just let everybody talk about them. Can we hear Patrick Starr one more time on uh, <laughs> NFL on Nickelodeon calling one of three Russell Wilson interceptions? Um, this is NFL on Nickelodeon. Patrick Starr commentating for Russell Wilson. I'm going to say if they can find a way to move it. <laughs> oh, nice. And so what's up? Oh, there's Russell Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> so exciting. That's cool, though. That's not what he wanted to cook. An elite line. An elite line right there. Whew. It is Ken Levick alive, baby, on a Tuesday. And, and this is um a very special day because it's my first day back on air since learning of the news that Evan Cohen. The one and only Evan Cohen, who you usually used to hear from 11.55 um, a.m., his five-minute you know breakdown of sports, and then again at 5.55? So, That's right. Yeah, 5.55. He was doing that for the past year. Before that, he had the Evan Cohen show. And, I mean, eight, de- eight, eight decades or nine decades of radio here in ESPN West Palm? It's 20 years. 20 years. Okay, just 20 years. I thought it was, I thought it was longer than that. I thought I saw it was 80. Of, I saw a lot of gray hairs on Evan Cohen when he joined don't us. Don't even. Don't come. No. <laughs> no. When he joined us. But here's the you, thing. So, Jeanette, did he give you a heads up that he was going to be making that announcement? No, absolutely not. And you can ask Stone in that studio. I was just, like, getting hyped for the show. I love hearing Evan before I go on air. Um, and then Evan threw that, and I was just pretty much crying. It's tough. Like three minutes before the show. Now, he also didn't give me a heads up. I'm sure he didn't give Stone a heads up. Um, but the crazy thing is I should have saw it coming because, Stone, I don't know if you remember back our, Boca, our RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl game radio broadcast. Evan Cohen, usually when you have him on the show and he does an interview or he's co-hosting with you, I would say he's a jackass like, what, 80% of the time? 80 is accurate. Yeah, about 80, 90% of the time he's just taking shots at you, being sure. a jackass, like having fun. 
But oh, I was going to say 95% of the time, for sure. 95 might be more accurate. But <laughs> on the day of the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl game, he was being super nostalgic. I mean, every single question we threw at him, every single talking point started off with him just kind of talking about the glory days of ESPN West Palm, how far we've come, the fact that it was the ninth annual RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl game and where we've come and where we've been and all of that nostalgia talk. And I was so wrapped up in what I had going on in that day, it didn't hit me like, yo, this dude is low-key foreshadowing the big announcement. And then he did it. I, I, I guess looking back on it, yeah, you're, you're completely right. I also didn't pick up on it on the spot, but, you know, lack of eye contact, a yeah. bunch of nostalgic stories. Yeah, it adds up. It 100% adds up. I'm with you there. This dude, Evan Cohen. So, again, if you didn't know, Evan Cohen uh, announced his departure from the airwaves, at least at ESPN West Palm. He's still... He's still VP of talent. He still is doing his thing with Good Karma Brands, our parent company, and he still has his hands on a lot of stuff, but you won't be hearing his voice here on ESPN 106.3 here and going forward. Uh, that, that got me thinking. That got me thinking. We have Jeanette Javier here on a Tuesday. Ken is out, so we get to do whatever the hell we want, and we don't have to tell him what we're doing. And I was like, you know what? Let's bring back an Evan Cohen classic. And let's put it on Ken Levick Alive for this second hour here for the good people who loved listening to him for the past 87 years on ESPN West Palm. And who better else to do it than Jeanette Javier? You, you know the segment as Top 5 at 5. You know mm-hmm. the segment as Top 5 at 5. Today it's Top 5 at 1. And Jeanette Javier, how many, how many years or how many months did you do on the Evan Cohen show doing Top 5 at 5s with Evan? Uh, it was one year. One year. So you did a year of this. You're, you're a seasoned vet of it. You know exactly how it goes. So if Stone, we can get a little bit of instrumental music for, to set the scene for Jeanette Javier, and then you can just take over. And I think Evan does it like this. Time now for Top 5 at 5. Jeanette. Uh, number five. You have to you have to intro number five. I have to say number five or you say number five? No, you say number five. Okay, For the right. first one as the intro. You're right. Okay, all right. I'm going to do it again. Let's start. Well, why are music. you Cut waiting for Theo as if he was supposed to know? I didn't know. Say number five. <laughs> <laughs> all right, start it over. Cut the music. We have to do this right. We have to do I this right. It. I love it's, this so much. It's for a legend. It's for Evan Cohen who gave all of his blood, sweat, and tears to the air, airwaves here for the fans of ESPN West Palm on Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. This is for the big guy. The living legend, Evan Cohen, who has old legs now, so we're picking up his slack. Oh All right. God. A little bit of instrumental here, Stone. Okay. <laughs> Time now for the top five at five. Jeanette, number five. All right, we just came back from a great holiday weekend. Listen to this. Christmas dinner. Your kitchen exploded, and you have three options for dinner. Which one are you taking for a nice 6 p.m. reservation, and why? Okay, here's I the all- thing. <laughs> no, wait. Go ahead. Keep going. No, go. I, I cut you off too early. Keep going, Jeanette. IHOP, Waffle House, or Golden Corral? I'm only asking because my family, we had to do one of these options. Christmas Christmas soon. I'm, I'm a breakfast guy. I'm a breakfast guy through and through. I'm going Waffle House with this one. I don't care what time of the day. I'm eating breakfast, and I'm going Waffle House with this one. This is an easy decision for me, Stone. <laughs> this one's easy for me as well, and that's why I'm going Golden Corral. So for, yeah. for, for, the, for the people that have listened to Ken Levick Alive you know, thoroughly or, or each and every day, you know that I do not care about what goes in my body, right? Was, <laughs> was a Division One athlete, now still pumping iron in the gym, but like to open up my diet a little bit. Golden Corral is heaven. Oh it is heaven God. on earth. A heaven a little lower. Some of those honey rolls, those mm. honey buns. You just go ahead and grab them, the mashed potatoes there. Everything is good at Golden Corral. 
not a hot take at all. Super unpopular opinion. <laughs> but I'm going to Golden Corral, and if the kids don't want to go, it's too bad. I'm dragging them there. Wow. Actually, growing up, that was one of my favorite restaurants. Ooh. Jeanette, number four. Well, I just want to say, uh, please to inform you, the family and I did decide on Golden Corral. Let's go. Nice. It was delicious. Those breads, those butter, mm. buttery breads come through all the time. Nice. Number four. It. So the, the Nathaniel Hackett era has officially ended. Nice run, January 2022 to December 22. Has your year been better or worse than Hackett's 2022? Man, I, I got to start off by saying it's been a... Uh, it's been worse because the dude still gets all that guaranteed money from his contract and his deal, and he no longer has to coach Russell Wilson. So so what happens here? I, I don't even know how much money he had left over or how much the Broncos are going to pay him, but the Broncos are stuck with Russell Wilson for the next four years. Nathaniel Hackett rids himself of Russell Wilson, and he gets to move on about his life, keep the money, and maybe find another offensive coordinator job somewhere and become a head coach later down the line. I think Nathaniel Hackett's had a heck of a year, Stone. I'm with you all the way, baby. Nathaniel Hackett has had a better year than you and I. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. One, he's made a lot more money. Two, he's about to be back in Green Bay calling plays for Aaron Rodgers. Ooh. Cannot wait for the Nathaniel Hackett era to get revamped a little bit. None of this was his fault. It was all Russ's fault. I think we all could agree on that. Oh, 100%. 100%. Number three. In case you missed it, Joe Buck was feeling the holiday spirit in yesterday's Chargers-Colts game. Well, that was a fun first quarter. Five first downs, four punts, three interceptions, two successful challenges, no third down conversions, and a partridge in a... Do you guys think you can do better? I think Ken Levicka would be perfect for this one because off the top of the dome, I don't think anybody's better improvisionally of doing stuff like that. Because Maybe because of all the years he's done of play-by-play and the years he's done as a main host on radio, Ken Levick will be perfect for this. There's no way I'm competing with Joe Buck or Ken on this. I got no shot. I got no <laughs> shot here. You, 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 you brought it up to the two wrong guys here. There's no way we get that done. You're right. Ken's play-by-play would come through for him right here. Oh, my goodness. He would just nail that. That's that's all I can think about when I hear that is like, yeah, Ken would be able to do that on the t- off the top of the dome about like two of stats. You he's, know what I'm good, he's good off the top, yeah. like regardless. Yeah, that's what she said. Number two. It's been a oh season my God. for the Dolphins, and now Tua's back in concussion protocol. The first words that come to your mind in describing the Miami Dolphins season so far is what, Theo? Promising. I, I, I got to go promising, man. Like, you you guys are so down in the dumps. All of the expectations went through the roofs because the uh, because of the start that the Dolphins had. But you got to remember, you have a, cor- a quarterback in Tua Tungavailoa who has been injury-plagued throughout the year. And the injury has been concussions, which is hard to track, hard to really suss out exactly what it's been doing to him. You also have a coach in Mike McDaniel who is showing promise as a play caller, but it's his first year calling plays in the NFL full-time. First year as a head coach, and you have these new weapons and these new talents that people are still fearing at a very high level. Yes, it's not looking good for their playoff hopes, Yes, it's not what we expected after they came out of the gates looking like a championship contender. But I think as a Dolphins fan, you have to feel promising about the future because all of these guys that are good right now outside of Raheem Mostert are going to still be good next year and the next year. You're just going to have to hope for continued growth. Humiliating. <laughs> you What the hell, Stone? Humiliating. Listen, so it, it's taken us all this time, and I apologize for using us, but as Dolphins fans. Uh, wait, wait, us is in Lions fans, Panthers fans, <laughs> relax, Packers fans, or relax. Dolphins? Which one? Okay, so for the Miami Dolphins fan base, 
It's taken you guys so long, so long to become headline news in a positive place, a positive matter, right? Mm. It's taken so long, but you finally get it done. You're 8-3. and three. You got one of the best offenses in all of the NFL. You got a franchise quarterback, question mark? No, put a period on it. This is our franchise quarterback. Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle. You got a pro bowler on the defensive side. Like, we got everything going for us right now. No. What do we, you lose five in a row? All of a sudden, oh, you're eight good. and seven. The same record that Brian Flores had last year after starting the season, one and seven. Mm. So, so now you become the punchline, a place that Miami Dolphins fans are used to being in, and everything's laughable, right? Tua, Glass Joe, people want him to retire. <laughs> like, we have to go through all of these conversations and go jump over all of these hurdles, which we just spent the entire offseason and season getting over. Here we are again, back to square one. We still have Teddy Bridgewater, who has to go beat the New England Patriots in Foxborough, and then he got to go beat the New York Jets, who arguably have one of the best defenses on all of the NFL. So this is a pretty embarrassing fall from grace, I think, and now we're back to square one for Dolphins fans. Whew. So I do have to ask, are the Dolphins, what are their playoff scenarios? I tried to look it up as you were talking. Of course, you you have the Patriots, then you have the Jets, two divisional games to close the season out. Do they have to win both? Can they win one? I mean, what is it looking like? So it's really depending on what the Patriots and the Jets do as well. They're all floating around the same record. I know they're all one behind, I think, at this point, the yeah. Dolphins. So if the Dolphins want to go 0 for 2 and the Patriots want to go 2 and 0, or the Jets want to win their last two of the season, yeah, they would essentially take that spot from them. So it says here the Dolphins clinch a playoff berth Sunday with a victory against the New York or the New England Patriots, and if the Jets also lose on yep. Sunday at Seattle. Or the Dolphins could just go 2-0 and on this back end and uh, clinch a playoff berth. So at least they still have destiny in their own hands. But if it's been humiliating so far, it can only get more humiliating down the line. Yep. Tough scene. Number one, Jeanette. All right. As you guys mentioned earlier, you two are against each other in our fantasy team finals or league. Any words you'd like to say each other? Number one, I'd like to start this one off by saying I'm humiliated for the rest of the Ken Levick Alive inaugural <laughs> fantasy football league that you let a guy in Stone Labanowitz who picked Baker Re- Reagan Mayfield number one overall in the league make it all the way to the championship game against the likes of me. I expected more competition. I expected people to be able to put up the Dukes and, and, and fight with me. I had a nice hard fight with J Mart, who you hear here on the, on the radio waves at ESPN West Palm, and you've actually heard it. It's a good J-Mart reference because J-Mart was with Evan when he first started off his his, his show here at ESPN West Palm. So we're, we're playing all the hits right now. I took down J-Mart in a, in a contentious battle, and here I am staring down a guy who picked Baker Mayfield number one overall for the championship. I think I'm the favorite, but the fact that you even made it this far, Stone, after such a troll job, I got to give you some credit. Yeah, most definitely got to give you some credit, man. I worked some magic with this roster and it's going to be all worth the while mm. when Baker Reagan Mayfield is my starting quarterback in the fantasy football <laughs> championship game against you, and I get that ass. I cannot wait for oh. it. And honestly, it's kind of what I've been hoping for the entire season. Like, this is... Can't wait to pound those guys. I, you know, I, I, I wanted to play one of your hotkeys, but I like my team. I think the chances are all well. Uh, Travis Kelsey, Latavius Murray, uh, Baker Mayfield, James Conner. You know, as, as I read down my roster, it's gross. And the fact that I made it to the championship, like I said earlier, speaks volumes to uh, the contestants in our league. But I was able to work some magic, squeak out enough wins I needed to. But I like my chances. I'm definitely the underdog here. 
I as Baker Mayfield was his entire career. <laughs> a little chip on the shoulder esque here in the fantasy football oh, championship. Then that not too worried about it. Do I am I better off now that he's compared himself to Baker Mayfield, Jeanette? Do I have a better <laughs> shot now at beating him? Yes. <laughs> I have to, right? I have to. So all I know is all I know. Shut him up. All I know. Waking up uh, championship game day, I'll be feeling a little dangerous. Oh. Here we go. Do I get another sub? Oh, you can. Oh, well, no, and I'm here in Central Florida, so you can't send me a sub. Well, well, you can if you want. He can't. He can't send you a sub. That was top five at five. We're not done with that topic. We're actually going to let that one spill over. But I do want to conclude at least top five at five in lieu of the Evan Cohen announcement that after 20 years, I'll stop playing on his name, after 20 years of excellence on the radio airwaves here on ESPN West Palm for Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast, he is hanging up his hat. He is putting the mic down, at least for here. He continues to have his show elsewhere um, nationally. You can find that, obviously, FCO Radio on Twitter to be able to find all the wonderful stuff he continues to do. But, man, it's it's nice to send the legend off, and it's nice to be able to do so with his last partner on his show, Jeanette Javier. <laughs> Any parting words for, for uh, Evan, Jeanette, that you want to get off here on the, on the airwaves? I'm back to crying, so thank you. Uh, no, it's uh, I've, I've said it earlier mm. uh, last week on the show on the day that he announced – one year from retiring the Evan Cohen show. Um, that man is a legend on the radio, but I had the honor to know him on a personal level. And not only did he, as I said earlier, give this crazy Latina the opportunity to be authentic on air and an opportunity many people wouldn't provide. He is just a great person and it is incredible to know him and to, oh God, um, mm to kind of live by his standard or try to attain it. Um, we were joking that he's uh, a, a huge jackass, but that's when, it, that's when you know he genuinely cares for you and your career. So we were lucky to have the foundation that he built. Let's just continue. Man, the bar is high. The pressure is, is even higher. And I am, I'm grateful that he, he did deliver Jeanette Javier on the airwaves and, and, and help create that platform for you. He also helped create the TV platform for me at WPTV News Channel 5 and WFLX Fox 29. He was the initial guy on the airwaves doing TV and radio, so he kind of set the stage for myself as well. Evan Cohen, big salute to him. Um, and Jeanette, he's bringing Jeanette to tears right now. I don't want him to feel himself too much, so I do want to say, at the very least, um, Tom Brady's been stinking it up. So uh, eat that. And, there we and go. Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide are not in the college football playoff. Take that, Evan. Mm. Take that. You were doing so good, Theo. I couldn't. I mean, this is this is too, Evan Cohen we're talking easy. about. Too yeah. easy. Come on, man. It had to. Also, how's Mac Jones going for you, Evan? Oh, God, yeah. 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 You, are you oh. guys done yet? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you guys done? I the tribute was beautiful. <laughs> the tribute, stunning. We can, and now you come up with this. I can't with both of you. We can clip that part out. He doesn't know. You know you're acting like Evan's listening to us live right now. We can clip that part out. We'll send him the first part. We'll get our brownie points. But then the people here in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast know we ain't no suckers. All right, yeah. we had to, we had to go at him a little bit. Uh, absolutely no suckers. Like we just can't go out like that. Like if you're going to go to bat for Mac Jones, like Mike Tannenbaum and Evan Cohen uh, have, uh. like we're not just gonna let you live. Like you're not gonna come. You're not gonna do that. No. Here we let Mike Tannenbaum come on here each and every week and talk about how <laughs> Mac Jones was the second best quarterback in the AFC East. How uh, he was a MVP dark horse was his quote before the season started. And to get where we are right now, I mean, we got to throw that pie right back in their face. We had to. We had to, Jeanette. It's all love, though. It's all love. Okay. Okay. Whatever. It's literally all 
love. We also do have to get to Dog Crap Monday on a Tuesday here. We weren't on the airwaves yesterday. We weren't able to share that with you. So we're bringing Dog Crap Monday on a Tuesday. Do we have Robert Sala to set the scene here for Dog Crap Monday? Um, no, it's dog. Roof, roof. That's my favorite part of it. So <laughs> when we come back, we want you to give us your dog crap moment of the sports weekend. Your dog crap Monday on a Tuesday here on Ken LaVica Live. Ken is out, but I'm in. Theo Dorsey. I got Stone Labanowitz and Jeanette Javier, so you know it's a good Tuesday, baby. We're live here on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. We are back here, and one thing I did notice, again, Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5 Sports, taking over, a big Teddy takeover here on Ken LaVica Live, as Ken LaVica is out, still uh, sulking in his sorrows from the Dolphins' loss and from Tua being back in concussion protocol. Joined by Jeanette Javier, who's coming out of Orlando, and Stone Labanowitz here in the studio, Friday Night Lights. I, I did realize one thing, Stone, we have not set the stakes for our fantasy football championship, so... We still have some time to do so. Um, we'll start trying to cook some things up, get some ideas. We might even ask some of the callers who call in to oh, give yeah. us some ideas for stakes for our fantasy football championship. Again, the inaugural Ken LaVica Live Show League. It's Stone Labanowitz versus myself, Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5 Sports. Um, it's also Dog Crap Monday on a Tuesday here on Ken LaVica Live. Robert Sala, what is it? Um, no, it's dog <laughs> Dog crap Monday on a Tuesday. What was the biggest dog crap moment for you in sports over this past weekend? And for me, it is easily going to be the Miami Dolphins falling to the Green Bay Packers ah. at home to a tongue of Iloa, three interceptions in the final frame and not being able to get it done when it mattered most. And to top things all off, he had Jair Alexander of the Green Bay Packers, the man who is one of the more dominant corners in the league, and also we didn't know this, but maybe one of the best personalities as well because he had this to say after sealing the game with an interception on Tua Tungavailoa in the postgame. I seen on the team coming across the field, I said, oh, snap, he bad. So I bagged off. When I bagged off, I seen him coming. He ran right in front of me. I'm like, wow, is he really overthrowing it? Huh? <laughs> Took it down the sideline, turned over with my guys, gave the football to a little kid wearing 23. Oh, my goodness. Stop. Uh, wow. That's is he really hilarious. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> give, me, give me that one more time because I want people to know at home when you're listening to this, Jair Alexander, who, again, is one of the top corners in the league, he's just like you and me. He's not breaking down this game film or anything, talking about the X's and O's of it. He says, I know he's overthrowing it. When he says, huh, he's reenacting how he intercepted the ball. <laughs> And then went and gave it to a fan. Again, this is Jair Alexander after the pick. I seen him on the team coming across the field. I said, oh, snap, he bad. So I bagged off. When I bagged off, I seen him coming. He ran right in front of me. I'm like, wow, is he really overthrowing it? Huh? Took it down the sideline, turned up with my guys, gave the football to a little kid wearing 23. Yo, that is one of the best post-game interviews, <laughs> like, of the season. I think maybe the best of the season. Geno the- Smith had a good one. Oh, yeah. He had a good one, but he, it was a weird line. I didn't like it as much. I love that. To your point about Jair being an everyday guy, you know, just put, put, think big picture here. Put it into perspective. You had Richard Sherman, who would give you a methodical breakdown mm. of, you know, the cover two 
and he was falling back off into the flat, or he was in quarters, right, and had to bail. He had no threat to the flat. Like, you could get that. The Rel Revis could tell you body language he was seeing and stuff, but no. Mm. Jair says, oh, snap. <laughs> he was fast, and he just, you know, you keep that going. It's like pure authenticity, uh, respect to, uh, like you said, one of the best corners in the league. But just put it in perspective, people. You guys think this guy's got keys, hot reads. He's trying to make sure that he's reading all No. No, he no. sees the ball, catch ball, run, celebrate. Celebrate. Give the ball to number 23 in the stands. If you don't know, that is his number for the Green Bay Packers. That's it. Jair Alexander. Dog crap Monday on a Tuesday. The Dolphins were dog crap at the end. Yes, maybe it was a concussion for Tua that had him playing poorly. Either way, the results are the results. Three picks in the final frame. Dolphins lose. It's dog crap Monday on a Tuesday. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Call in the Ken Levick Alive. Tell us what was your dog crap moment of the sports weekend. And starting it off on the phone lines, we have Ernesto, who is in Boynton Beach. Ernesto, you're on Ken Levick Alive. No Ken today. You got Theo, you got Stone, you got Jeanette. And what did you have for your dog crap moment of the weekend? Just because Ken is here doesn't belong. It doesn't mean that the show does not go on. You still have you, man. Damn it doesn't right. matter. We still have us. We have us. We have us, the people. You guys. We have. We don't need Ken. Sorry, Ken. <laughs> we, 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 we really well don't soon. mean that. Get well um, soon, Ken. Well, get, 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 get well, well soon. soon. Get well soon, Ken. Um, uh, no, dog crap. Tuesday. Uh, I'm going to say Giants losing, tough one. The Knicks losing to the Nets. Um, all this be- oh, I don't want to say that B word, but all this owners, baseball owners coming down on Mr. Cohen. My, my godsend. My recreation of a Steinbrenner in a Cohen. Oh my God. He's buying baseball. Listen, I love it. In my, in, it, it you know, I Everyone's hating it, but for once, as a Mets fan, I love it that, that you know the deep pockets are coming out, and they're going to buy a championship. Might, may, may, might not be tomorrow, might not be next year, but we're coming with a championship. Let's go, Mets! <laughs> Stone? <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I wanted, you know, I'm thinking in my Thanks head, right? Call. So Ernesto's Ernesto. sitting here talking about Steve Cohen, obviously, of the New York Mets, and I'm thinking, this is great. This is great. I'm going to leave Theo out to dry here because he has no idea. No. He must think Ernesto's talking about Evan Cohen. Right. I'm going to leave him out to dry. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that was good. Ernesto, shout out to his New York Mets who are legitimately doing what the Rams did a season or two ago and just buying the offseason mm. and by default winning the offseason, picking up a lot, a lot of big grabs. So a yeah, lot to look forward to to the Mets. And Justin Verlander and a few more guys coming in, Carlos Correa, I believe. Or, you know, it, it gets better and better for the Mets. But Ernesto bringing up Steve, and Steve Cohen on a weekend of Christmas is a little odd, but shouts to him because he's a homer. I like he gets it. it done. He roots for his peeps. You got to roll with your dogs. You do. You got to roll with your dogs. Dog crap. Monday on a Tuesday on Ken Levick Alive. For me, the dog crap was the Dolphins down the stretch against the Packers at Hard Rock Stadium. For Ernesto, his dog crap, well, what was it? The Knicks losing? The Knicks losing. And the Giants losing. Oof. And the Giants losing. Greg Joseph, FAU alum, American Heritage alum, 61-yard field goal as time expired. The Vikings win yet again. And Greg the leg. Go Owls for sure. For Greg... Joseph, he's made 20 straight field goal attempts. He is one of the better kickers in the league right now, and it is showing, and that's how the Vikings – people keep saying, how do the Vikings keep winning these close games? They keep squeaking out these close games. They're not that good. 
Well, special teams counts. That's a phase of football, and they have a solid special teams in Minnesota. I think Minnesota has nine one-possession wins this season, the most of any NFL team. Yeah. I, I think of I, all time, but it is a ridiculous stat nonetheless. I think they're, what, 12-3 and three now, Yep. right? 12-3. and three, they are obviously locked into the playoffs. Um, they've got the NFC North in a uh, stranglehold. It's a question of, I mean, they still technically are in it to get the uh, one seed in the NFC. Yeah, just the problem The problem is that last game of the season, they do have to uh, go into Lambeau. Yeah, that right? is a problem. And try to do the impossible, which is take down one of the best <laughs> December quarterbacks to ever live. The so, impossible. So, you are so sick. Sh- Here we go. Shouts to my uh, Green Bay Packers. Been riding with you guys since I was five years old. Well, Stone, I don't know if you know how months work, but there's only a few days left of December, so and we know how Aaron Rodgers gets in <laughs> oh, January. Oh God. Oh God. We know how Aaron Rodgers gets in January, so it might be fair game for those Vikings. That might work mm. in Kirk Cousins' I, favor. The the next uh game, Sunday, is January first, so actually Aaron Rodgers, that's it for Mr. December yeah. over there, Mr. according December's to Stone. Done. That's Mr. fine. Mr. December's done. You don't want to be getting it done in December. You want to get it done in February, which Aaron Rodgers has only done once. Um, which is which is good too. It's good too. How many times has Tom Brady done it, Jeanette? What get it done? In in, in February, not in, not in December. Yeah. Times. How many? Are you muting her? <laughs> Stone is. You are a crafty dude. I'm like, how did did she go out? Did we lose Jeanette? <laughs> no, she's gotten it done seven times. Thank you, Jeanette Javier. Stone tried the uh, Stone over here trying to uh, manipulate you into not being able to answer for Tom Brady. Oh, of course. Whatever, because Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, whatever. Shut up. It's okay. Yeah. Well, Jeanette, I was turning off your mic every time you would go to answer. Yeah. So yeah. Theo was lost. What's happening here? I was like, what what's the happening heck? here? Why is it quiet? Well, you no, know. my connection's perfectly fine, especially every time I need to. And there she goes. Go a quarterback. You see? <laughs> there she goes again. Uh, Stone, what is your dog crap? Monday on a Tuesday here from a sports weekend. Since you won't let Jeanette get off her Brady takes, you have to give us your dog crap uh, Monday on a Tuesday here on Ken Levick Alive. Yeah, so I, I wanted to go to one of the most watched games of the weekend, and that was the Philadelphia Eagles traveling to Jerry World, taking mm. on those Dallas Cowboys. I, I thought that was a game that we were all watching, all paying a lot of attention to. And I'm going to go a little niche here, and I'm going to kind of jock your style on the Temple of Troll. I'm going to go after Mr. Miles Sanders, the running back for the Philadelphia oh. Eagles. Right, so it's Minshew Mania. Gardner's playing really well. The Cowboys are definitely a little worried that they're about to lose this football game. And what I would call for them, a must win. Battling it out in that division with those Eagles. And I love this. Gardner Minshew's playing really well. Right, Dak Prescott ends up driving the field. They take a three-point lead. So you have Gardner Minshew with over two minutes. You have a couple timeouts, I believe. And the first play from scrimmage, the very first play from scrimmage, is a Miles Sanders fumble mm. that essentially ends the game. And I thought right there, Ooh, there's going to be my dog crap performance of the week because I saw video after video after video of him walking into the locker room with his head just hanging low, right, sitting in his locker, looking at absolutely nothing, staring off into space. So I thought that was my dog crap performance of the weekend. It's funny because the Eagles are kind of cowboying and Miles Sanders, who uh, hadn't fumbled all year, now back-to-back weeks fumbles and that one the most costly of them all costing the Eagles that win over the Cowboys incredible game from this weekend it's dog crap Monday on a Tuesday Jeanette Javier is in Orlando and I want to know Jeanette for you what is your dog crap Monday on a Tuesday here on Ken Levick Alive Todd Bowles head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers (laughs) 
terrible play calling all throughout the game until the fourth quarter where the GOAT Tom Brady probably took the reins, and that is why the Buccaneers came out with the dub, the 1916 dub. Todd Bowles, what are you doing? Mm, mm. I have never missed Bruce Arians more in my life. And I don't think I, I don't think I'll ever say that sentence again. But I don't think the blame is on Tom Brady. I absolutely think wow. it's Todd Bowles not knowing what he's doing, how to hold that offense. Sure, injuries, whatever. You've dealt with injuries all throughout the season. That's only excuse until a certain amount of time. Do something. What are we doing? Counting down to seconds versus the Cardinals. Todd, what are we doing? Todd Bowles deserves some blame, but Brady cannot get out of here. Scott I'm not Spring. ready. You guys were trying to egg me on. I am not ready. He unless, can't. unless the Bucks don't make it to the playoffs, I am not ready to put blame on a specific quarterback of my favorite team in the whole wide world. I am not ready to do it. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. Stone, do you think that are the Panthers favorite right now to win the NFC South or I know that they in that game against the Buccaneers, they've got to it's got to at least be a close line. Yeah, um, it's definitely going to be a close line. I mean, they're a game back, so I would still imagine that the Panthers are maybe along the lines of plus two hundred. I can you can stand by, and I'll, I'll definitely get that for us. But the Bucks and Panthers play each other, and yeah. that's really going to be the game that kind of decides it. The Panthers need to win out, and one of those games will be against the Buccaneers. And I have to imagine the Panthers might even be favored in that one, the way that they've been running the ball and the way the Buccaneers' defense and offense has looked. Yeah, I would agree. So, I, I think they would be favored in that game. We we got to see that. And then also we have to come up with some stakes for our fantasy football championship game. Our fantasy football championship game is going to be a huge one. Stone Labanowitz versus me. So we're going to be taking calls on what the stakes should be, 888-760-3776, as well as it's Dog Crap Monday on a Tuesday. What was your dog? crap sports performance of the weekend over this beautiful holiday weekend christmas weekend here that you might have celebrated on palm beach county or the treasure coast or maybe maybe you're one of the ones that got stuck in an airport over the weekend which again don't get much more dog crap than that we'll keep taking your calls dog crap monday on a tuesday on ken levick alive 888-760-3776-888-760-3776. We'll take your calls when we come back from break on Ken LeVick Alive on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LeVick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Dog Crap Monday on a Tuesday here on Ken LaVica Live. It's a big Teddy takeover. It's me, Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5 Sports, joined by Jeanette Javier out of Orlando and Stone Labanowitz here in the studio. In for Ken LaVica, who is out. He's under the weather, and he's also under a rock because, well, the Dolphins not looking so hot right now for their playoff hopes. Dog Crap Monday on a Tuesday. One of my honor, uh, honorable mentions, at least, has to be Southwest Airlines who have canceled 5,400 flights in the past 48 hours, have all kind of travelers across America stranded in airports when they should be either visiting their loved ones or trying to come home from it. My flight wasn't Southwest, but it got canceled like four times yesterday. I didn't know if I would be able to make it in in time. My brother's flight over the weekend, he almost didn't make it home for Christmas. Uh, to all of y'all who are affected by the hundreds of thousands of cancellations, none better than Southwest Airlines who really dominated the weekend with cancellations and incompetence with getting people to where they want to go. Speaking of people and where they want to go, we have... 
Who do we have in Port St. Lucie, Stone? We got Rob in PSL. Rob is in Port St. Lucie. He's on Ken LaVica Live. What's your dog crap Monday on a Tuesday, Rob? I don't know if it's dog crap Monday or not, but I, I want to touch on what Jeanette just said, and I'd give you Todd Bowles for my dog crap Monday. Listen, <laughs> how is this guy getting a free pass? The biggest change in the Bucks, which were a Super Bowl contender last year in the championship game, and the year before that they won it, is the, the, uh, the coaching change. Bruce Arians is gone. I mean, Todd Bowles isn't even running a good defense because they're getting beat up and worn out because the offense is unimaginative terrible and guess what they look like they look like the jets from when todd bowles was with the jets <laughs> how is this guy getting a free pass man so- i mean seriously how's he getting a free pass I have no idea, Rob. You're preaching to the freaking choir. I was just yelling Why? at the TV. Fire bowls to like today. Why are we the only ones saying it? Honestly, I don't know. I mean, I I, I tweeted out and asked Mina Kimes a question because we all know how smart she is. No response. Nobody wants to point the finger at this guy. <laughs> Man. He was gifted a championship team. Mm-hmm. He was gifted a championship team. Now, and they're the Jets now. To be fair, you're right. They do look like the Jets when Todd Bowles was coaching them, maybe even better because that was a really abysmal time. Todd Bowles, not an offensive mind. And also, Tom Brady hasn't looked good. You can't blame it all on head coach Todd Bowles when Tom Brady's yeah, Wait a minute, the wait goat. a minute, wait a minute, the wait goat. a minute. On, Brady's going to miss on, passes. Brady's going to miss passes, and that has happened. But some of the deficiencies that they have could have been addressed by a Good head coach. Yes. I understand that they lost their center. Go out and get somebody or coach somebody up. They look flat. They look bored. They look unimaginative. Might, might I remind you, Tom Brady's been taking time off left and right, going to weddings. He's been disconnected. He's been dealing with divorces. Like a lot of this oh also God, is on the Hall it. of Fame quarterback. Yeah, Rob, Todd Bowles stinks. I'm not disagreeing no, with you. Well, Todd Bowles stinks Rob, as a head coach. I'm curious. This team is 7-9 and nine right now, Rob. If you had to do a percentage, how much of this is – Todd Bowles' fault, and how much of this is Tom Brady's fault if you had to give each of them a percentage? I'll give you 80-20, but I'd still rather have Brady than a lot of quarterbacks. Hey, I'm a Jet fan, and Brady's the only quarterback that the Jets ever made because we know that Brady would have never seen the field if Mo Lewis didn't knock out Bledsoe. The Jets (laughs) should take credit for for birthing Brady. Mm. Hey, they'd be in a dang Super Bowl if they had them. <laughs> that is real. Hey, Rob, I loved it. I love the energy. Thank you for the call. And I love him calling out Ty Bowles. There does need to be more, potentially more fire Ty Bowles energy. But again, Ty Bowles is a defensive guy. Ty Bowles was never going to be the guy that was going to make this offense look better than it was last year. Plus, Tom Brady and the rest of these weapons have not been all the way there. Chris Godwin limped into the season. Mike Evans has not been himself, dropping open passes. Like, Ty Bowles can't catch the ball for these receivers, and he also can't put it on the spot for Tom Brady. I don't want him to catch the ball either. He can't even direct them. Why would I want him on the field? Hell no. There needs to be more fire Todd Bowles energy. Thank you, Rob, so much for justifying what I just said. Thank you. I'm in shock, honestly, that that Tom gets 20%. Of the blow, That's like, sick. like we we that, that here we are again, here we yeah. are again, giving this guy Tom Brady a pass. We want to talk about not giving Todd Bowles a pass. This team is seven and nine. A lot of that falls on Tom Brady's being terrible this year. And if this were anybody else, and right now it is the state of the Packers, and I hate to pull the card, we'd be all yeah, over this guy. Did. We'd be all over this Todd. guy. But now he gets twenty percent of the blame. He, yep. he he deserves more of the blame. Three straight games with multiple interceptions. He's thrown eight picks in his last six outings, Tom Brady. And Todd Bowles 
isn't the one out here throwing the ball to the other team. Yes, Todd Bowles is bad at being a head coach in the NFL right now. Tom Brady's also a very mediocre quarterback. Yeah, this guy's in and year if you 20. Want to talk about, if you want to talk about him being a defensive coach, where has the defense been? Oh, bad. Bad as well. The bu- that's what I'm saying. Before the so season, the Buccaneers roster you, looked bad. You guys are trying to get like, oh, it's more Tom Brady's fault. No, Bowles hasn't made the right calls through the right switch-ups after the right, after not the right injuries, but the injuries too. Bowles has done has not made any adjustment to this team that has needed, that has been needed. You have the weapons no, there I'm not for the most it. part. I'm not, I'm not, buying, I'm not buying a single dollar. The whole drop Tom Brady on a team and his energy uplifts people. And Tom Brady, there's a mystique around him. He's a winner, all of this crap. You have Mike he Evans. Wins. You have He's Chris out here Godwin. stinking it up. Leonard Fournette. Yeah. There are quarterbacks around Lily who don't have this. Get the to- hell out of here. I, it, it's, on, it's crap. It's crap. Yeah, it's dog crap. It's dog crap. Well, you know what? You two are dog crap. I'm over <laughs> it. If, 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 if you two if are it's, the dog crap, I'm changing my answer. If it's you, you and both of you and Todd Bowles sit in the corner and not be pretty. If it's year, if it's year twenty, make the right checks at the line. Come on, man. And go ahead and, and switch things up. You're the one. You got the headset. You can go ahead and make a call too, Mister. I've been here for forty five years. Mister Goat. Mister Goat. Not my I goat. Gotta chill before mommy tells all of us to shut up over mm-hmm. here. Well. Maybe Tom Brady should chill on throwing the ball to the other team. Maybe next weekend he'll throw one interception all. instead of two since it's all Todd Bowles' fault. Yeah, sure. Blame Todd Bowles for Tom Brady being incompetent and too busy going to Robert Kraft's weddings. Oh, this was a lot of fun. This was a lot of fun. It's Stone and Dean Thomas tomorrow. Thank you so much, Jeanette from Orlando. Thank you, Stone. Thank you all for listening. I'm Theo Dorsey. Have a good one. Three. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. We are back here. And one thing I did notice, again, Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5 Sports, taking over, a big Teddy takeover here on Ken LaVica Live as Ken LaVica is out still uh, sulking in his sorrows from the Dolphins lost and from Tua being back in concussion protocol. Joined by Jeanette Javier, who's coming out of Orlando, and Stone Labanowitz here in the studio Friday Night Lights. I, I did realize one thing, Stone. We have not set the stakes for our fantasy football championship, so we still have some time to do so. Um, we'll start trying to cook some things up, get some ideas. We might even ask some of the callers who call in to oh, give yeah. us some ideas for stakes for our fantasy football championship. Again, the inaugural Ken Levicka Live Show League. It's Stone Labanowitz versus myself, Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5 Sports. Um, it's also Dog Crap Monday on a Tuesday here on Ken Levicka Live. Robert Sala, what is it? Um, yeah, it's dog <laughs> Dog Crap Monday on a Tuesday. What was the biggest dog crap moment for you in sports over this past weekend? And for me, it is easily going to be the Miami Dolphins falling to the Green Bay Packers ah. at home to a tongue of Iloa, three interceptions in the final frame and not being able to get it done when it mattered most. And to top things all off, he had Jair Alexander of the Green Bay Packers, the man who is one of the more dominant corners in the league. And also, we didn't know this, but maybe one of the best personalities as well because he had this to say after sealing the game with an interception on Tua Tungavailoa in the postgame. I seen on the team coming across the field. I said, oh, snap, he bad. So I bagged off. When I bagged off, I seen him coming. He ran right in front of me. I'm like, wow, is he really overthrowing it? 
Oh my goodness! Stop! Uh, wow, that's really hilarious. <laughs> give me, give me that one more time because I want people to know at home when you're listening to this. Jair Alexander, who again is one of the top corners in the league, he's just like you and me. He's not breaking down this game film or anything, talking about the X's and O's of it. He says, I know he's overthrowing it. When he says, huh, he's reenacting how he intercepted the ball <laughs> and then went and gave it to a fan. Again, this is Jair Alexander after the pick. I seen number 10 coming across the field. I said, oh, snap, he bad. So I bagged off. When I bagged off, I seen him coming. He ran right in front of me. I'm like, wow, is he really overthrowing it? Huh? Took it down the sideline, turned up with my guys, gave the football to a little kid wearing 23. Yo, that is one of the best post-game interviews, like, of the season. I think maybe the best of the season. Geno the, Smith had a good one. Oh, yeah. He had a good one, but he, it was a weird line. I didn't like it as much. I love that. To your point about Jair being an everyday guy, you know, just put, put, think big picture here. Put it into perspective. You had Richard Sherman, who would give you a methodical breakdown mm. of, you know, the cover two, and he was falling back off into the flat, or he was in quarters, right, and had to bail. He had no threat to the flat. Like, you could get that. Darrell Rivas could tell you body language he was seeing and stuff, but no. Mm. Jair says, oh, snap, <laughs> he was fast, and he just, you know, you keep that going. It's like pure authenticity, uh, respect to, uh, like you said, one of the best corners in the league, but just put into perspective, people, you guys think this guy's got keys, hot reads, he's trying to make sure that he's reading all, no, no. He nah. sees the ball, catch ball, run, celebrate. Celebrate. Give the ball to number 23 in the stands. If you don't know, that is his number for the Green Bay Packers. That's it. Jair. Alexander. Dog crap Monday on a Tuesday. The Dolphins were dog crap at the end. Yes, maybe it was a concussion for Tua that had him playing poorly. Either way, the results are the results. Three picks in the final frame. Dolphins lose. It's dog crap Monday on a Tuesday. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Call in the Ken Levick Alive. Tell us what was your dog crap moment of the sports weekend. And starting it off on the phone lines, we have Ernesto, who is in Boynton Beach. Ernesto, you're on Ken Levick Alive. No Ken today. You got Theo, you got Stone, you got Jeanette. And what did you have for your dog crap moment of the weekend? Just because Ken is here doesn't belong. It doesn't mean that the show does not go on. You still have you, man. Damn it doesn't right. matter. We still have us. We have us. We have us, the people. You guys. We have. We don't need Ken. Sorry, Ken. <laughs> anyway, we we, 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 we don't soon. mean that. Get well um, soon, Ken. Well, get, 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 get well, well soon, get well soon, Ken. Um, uh, no, dog crap Tuesday. Uh, I'm going to say Giants losing, tough one. The Knicks losing to the Nets. Um, all this, be- oh, I don't want to say that B word, but all this owners, baseball owners, coming down on Mr. Cohen, my, my godsend, my recreation of a Steinbrenner in a Cohen Oh, my God, he's buying baseball. Listen, I love it. In my, in, it, it you know, I, everyone's hating it, but for once, as a Mets fan, I love it that, that you know, the deep pockets are coming out, and they're going to buy a championship. Might, may, may, might not be tomorrow, might not be next year, but we're coming with a championship. Let's go, Mets! <laughs> Stone? <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I wanted, you know, I'm thinking in my Thanks head, right? Thanks for the call. So Ernesto's Ernesto. sitting here talking about Steve Cohen obviously, of the New York Mets. And I'm thinking, this is great. This is great. I'm going to leave Theo out to dry here because he has no idea. No. He must think Ernesto's talking about Evan Cohen. Right. I'm going to leave him out to dry. Like <laughs> so, so that was good. Ernesto, shout out to his New York Mets who are legitimately doing what the Rams did a season or two ago and just buying the offseason mm. and by default winning the offseason, picking up a lot, of, a lot of big grabs. So 
A uh, lot to look forward to to the Mets. You know, Justin Verlander and a few more guys coming in. Carlos Correa, I believe. Or, you know, it, it gets better and better for the Mets. But Ernesto bringing up Steve, and Steve Cohen on a weekend of Christmas is a little odd. But shouts to him because he's a homer. I like he gets it. it done. He roots for his peeps. You got to roll with your dogs. You do. You got to roll with your dogs. Dog crap Monday on a Tuesday on Ken LeVick Alive. For me, the dog crap was the Dolphins down the stretch against the Packers at Hard Rock Stadium. For Ernesto, his dog crap. Well, what was it? The Knicks losing? The Knicks losing. And the Giants losing. Oof. And the Giants losing. Greg Joseph, FAU alum, American Heritage alum, 61-yard field goal as time expired. The Vikings win yet again. And Greg the leg. Go Owls for sure. For Greg Joseph, he's made 20 straight field goal attempts. He is one of the better kickers in the league right now, and it is showing, and that's how the Vikings, people keep saying, how do the Vikings keep winning these close games? They keep squeaking out these close games. They're not that good. Well, special teams counts. That's a phase of football, and they have a solid special teams in Minnesota. I think Minnesota has nine one-possession wins this season, the most of any NFL team. Yeah. I, I think of I, all time, but it is a ridiculous stat nonetheless. I think they're, what, 12-3 and three now, Yep. right? 12-3 and three. They are obviously locked into the playoffs. Um, they've got the NFC North in a uh, stranglehold. It's a question of, I mean, they still technically are in it to get the uh, one seed in the NFC. Yeah, just the problem. The problem is that last game of the season, they do have to uh, go into Lambeau. Yeah, that right? is a problem. And try to do the impossible, which is take down one of the best <laughs> December quarterbacks to ever live. The so, impossible. So, you are so sick. Here sh- we go. Shouts to my uh, Green Bay Packers. Been riding with you guys since I was five years old. Well, Stone, I don't know if you know how months work, but there's only a few days left of December, So, and we know how Aaron Rodgers gets in January. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. We know how Aaron Rodgers gets in January, so it might be fair game for those Vikings. That might work mm. in Kirk Cousins' At favor. The, the next uh, game, Sunday, is January 1st, so actually Aaron Rodgers, that's it for Mr. December yeah. over there, Mr. according December's to Stone. Done. Mr. That's fine. Mr. December's done. You don't want to be getting it done in December. You want to get it done in February, which Aaron Rodgers has only done once. Um, which is which is good too. It's good too. How many times has Tom Brady done it, Jeanette? What get it done? In in, in February, not in, not in December. Yeah. Times. How many? Are you muting her? <laughs> Stone is. You are a crafty dude. I'm like, how did did she go out? Did we lose Jeanette? <laughs> no, she's gotten it done seven times. Thank you, Jeanette Javier. Stone tried the uh, Stone over here trying to um, manipulate you into not being able to answer for Tom Brady. Oh, of course. Whatever, because Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, whatever. Shut up. It's okay. Yeah. Well, Jeanette, I was turning off your mic every time you would go to answer. Yeah. So yeah. Theo was lost. What's happening here? I was like, what what's the happening heck? here? Why is it quiet? Well, you no, know. my connection's perfectly fine, especially every time I need to. And there she the goes. Go a quarterback. You see? <laughs> there she goes again. Uh, Stone, what is your dog crap? Monday on a Tuesday here from a sports weekend. Since you won't let Jeanette get off her Brady takes, you have to give us your dog crap uh, Monday on a Tuesday here on Ken Levick Alive. Yeah, so I, I wanted to go to one of the most watched games of the weekend, and that was the Philadelphia Eagles traveling to Jerry World, taking mm. on those Dallas Cowboys. I, I thought that was a game that we were all watching, all paying a lot of attention to. And I'm going to go a little niche here, and I'm going to kind of jock your style on the Temple of Troll. I'm going to go after Mr. Miles Sanders, the running back for the Philadelphia Whoa. Eagles. Right, so it's Minshew Mania. Gardner's playing really well. The Cowboys are definitely a little worried that they're about to lose this football game. And what I would call for them, a must win. Battling it out in that division with those Eagles. And I love this. Gardner Minshew's playing really well. 
right? Dak Prescott ends up driving the field. They take a three-point lead. Then you have Gardner Minshew with over two minutes. You have a couple timeouts, I believe, and the first play from scrimmage. The very first play from scrimmage is a Miles Sanders fumble mm. that essentially ends the game. And I thought right there, ooh, there's going to be my dog crap performance of the week because I saw video after video after video of him walking into the locker room with his head just hanging low, right, sitting in his locker, looking at absolutely nothing, staring off into space. So I thought that was my dog crap performance of the weekend. It's funny because the Eagles are kind of cowboying and Miles Sanders, who uh, hadn't fumbled all year, now back-to-back weeks fumbles and that one, the most costly of them all, costing the Eagles that win over the Cowboys. Incredible game from this weekend. It's Dog Crap Monday on a Tuesday. Jeanette Javier is in Orlando, and I want to know, Jeanette, for you, what is your Dog Crap Monday on a Tuesday here on Ken Levick a lot? Todd Bowles, head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> Terrible play calling all throughout the game until the fourth quarter where the GOAT Tom Brady probably took the reins, and that is why the Buccaneers came out with the dub, the 1916 dub. Todd Bowles, what are you doing? Mm, mm. I have never missed Bruce Arians more in my life. And I don't think I, I don't think I'll ever say that sentence again. But I don't think the blame is on Tom Brady. I absolutely think wow. it's Todd Bowles not knowing what he's doing, how to hold that offense. Sure, injuries, whatever. You've dealt with injuries all throughout the season. That's only excuse until a certain amount of time. Do something. What are we doing? Counting down to seconds versus the Cardinals. Todd, what are we doing? Todd Bowles deserves some blame, but Brady cannot get out of here. Scott I'm not Brady. ready. You guys were trying to egg me on. I am not ready. He unless, can't. unless the Bucks don't make it to the playoffs, I am not ready to put blame on a specific quarterback of my favorite team in the whole wide world. I am not ready to do it. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. Stone, do you think that are the Panthers' favorite right now to win the NFC South or? I know that they in that game against the Buccaneers, they've got to it's got to at least be a close line. Yeah, um, it's definitely going to be a close line. I mean, they're a game back, so I would still imagine that the Panthers are maybe along the lines of plus two hundred. I can you can stand by, and I'll, I'll definitely get that for us. It, but the B- Bucks and Panthers play each other, and yeah. that's really going to be the game that kind of decides it. The Panthers need to win out, and one of those games will be against the Buccaneers. And I have to imagine the Panthers might even be favored in that one, the way that they've been running the ball and the way the Buccaneers' defense and offense has looked. Yeah, I would agree. So, I, I think they would be favored in that game. We we got to see that. And then also we have to come up with some stakes for our fantasy football championship game. Our fantasy football championship game is going to be a huge one. Stone Labanowitz versus me. So we're going to be taking calls on what the stakes should be, 888-760-3776, as well as it's Dog Crap Monday on a Tuesday. What was your dog? Crap, sports performance of the weekend over this beautiful holiday weekend, Christmas weekend here that you might have celebrated on Palm Beach County or the Treasure Coast. Or maybe, maybe you're one of the ones that got stuck in an airport over the weekend, which again, don't get much more dog crap than that. We'll keep taking your calls. Dog Crap Monday on a Tuesday on Ken Levick Alive, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. We'll take your calls when we come back from break on Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Dog Crap Monday on a Tuesday here on Ken LaVica Live. It's a big Teddy takeover. It's me, Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5 Sports. 
joined by Jeanette Javier out of Orlando and Stone Labanowitz here in the studio. In for Ken Levicka, who is out. He's under the weather, and he's also under a rock because, well, the Dolphins not looking so hot right now for their playoff hopes. Dog Crap Monday on a Tuesday. One of my honor, uh, honorable mentions, at least, has to be Southwest Airlines, who have canceled 5,400 flights in the past 48 hours, have all kind of travelers across America stranded in airports when they should be either visiting their loved ones or trying to come home from it. My flight wasn't Southwest, but it got canceled like four times yesterday. I didn't know if I'll be able to make it in in time. My brother's flight over the weekend, he almost didn't make it home for Christmas. Uh, to all of y'all who are affected by the hundreds of thousands of cancellations, none better than Southwest Airlines, who really dominated the weekend with cancellations and incompetence with getting people to where they want to go. Speaking of people and where they want to go, we have... Who do we have in Port St. Lucie, Stone? We got Rob in PSL. Rob is in Port St. Lucie. He's yeah. on Ken Levick Alive. What's your dog crap Monday on a Tuesday, Rob? I don't know if it's dog crap Monday or not, but I, I want to touch on what Jeanette just said, and I'd give you Todd Bowles for my dog crap Monday. Listen, <laughs> how is this guy getting a free pass? The biggest change in the Bucks, which were a Super Bowl contender last year in the championship game, and the year before that they won it, is the... the uh, the coaching change. Bruce Arians is gone. I mean, Todd Bowles isn't even running a good defense because they're getting beat up and worn out because the offense is unimaginative, terrible. And guess what they look like? They look like the Jets from when Todd Bowles was with the Jets. <laughs> How is this go, guy getting Rob, a free pass? Let's go! Man. So- I mean, seriously, how's he getting a free pass? I have no idea, Rob. You're preaching to the freaking choir. I was just yelling Why? at the TV. Fire bowls to like today. Why are we the only ones saying it? Honestly, I don't know. I mean, I, I I tweeted out and asked Mina Kimes a question because we all know how smart she is. No response. Nobody wants to point the finger at this guy. <laughs> Man. He was gifted a championship team. Mm-hmm. He was gifted a championship team. Now, and they're the Jets now. To be fair, you're right. They do look like the Jets when Todd Bowles was coaching them. Maybe even better because that was a really abysmal time. Todd Bowles, not an offensive mind. And also, Tom Brady hasn't looked good. You can't blame it all on head coach Todd Bowles when Tom Brady's yeah, supposed to be minute, the Wait goat. a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Brady's going to miss on, passes. Maybe Brady's going to miss passes, and that has happened. But some of the deficiencies that they have could have been addressed by a good head coach. Yes. I understand that they lost their center. Go out and get somebody or coach somebody up. They look flat. They look bored. They look unimaginative. Might might I remind you, Tom Brady's been taking time off left and right, going to weddings. He's been disconnected. He's been dealing with divorces. Like, a lot of this also is on the Hall of Fame quarterback. Rob Rob Bowles stinks. I'm not disagreeing with you. Todd Bowles stinks as a head coach. I'm curious. This team is 7-9 and right now, Rob. If you had to do a percentage, how much of this is Todd Bowles' fault and how much of this is Tom Brady's fault if you had to give each of them a percentage? I'll give you 80-20, but I'd still rather have Brady than a lot of quarterbacks. Hey, I'm a Jet fan, and Brady's the only quarterback that the Jets ever made because we know that Brady would have never seen the field if Mo Lewis didn't knock out Bledsoe. The Jets should take credit for, for birthing Brady. They'd be in a dang Super Bowl if they had him. (laughs) That is real. Hey, Rob, I loved it. I love the energy. Thank you for the call, and I love him calling out Todd Bowles. There does need to be more, potentially more, fire Todd Bowles energy. But, again, Ty Bowles is a defensive guy. Ty Bowles was never going to be the guy that was going to make this offense look better than it was last year. Plus, Tom Brady and the rest of these weapons 
have not been all the way there. Chris Godwin uh, limped into the season. Mike Evans has not been himself, dropping open passes. Like, Todd Bowles can't catch the ball for these receivers, and he also can't put it on the spot for Tom Brady. I don't want him to catch the ball either. He can't even direct them. Why would I want him on the field? Hell uh, no. There needs to be more fire Todd Bowles yeah. energy. Well, Thank you, Rob, so much execu- for justifying what I just said. Thank I, you. Been bad I'm in shock, honestly, that, that Tom gets 20%. Of the blow, That's like, sick. like mm-hmm. we we that, that here we are again, here we yeah. are again, giving this guy Tom Brady a pass. We want to talk about not giving Todd Bowles a pass. This team is seven and nine. A lot of that falls on Tom Brady's being terrible this year. And if this were anybody else, and right now it is the state of the Packers, and I hate to pull the card, we'd be all yeah, over this guy. Be. We'd be all over this Tom- guy. But now he gets twenty percent of the blame. He, yep. he, he deserves more of the blame. Three straight games with multiple interceptions. He's thrown eight picks in his last six outings, Tom Brady. And Todd Bowles isn't the one out here throwing the ball to the other team. Yes, Todd Bowles is bad at being a head coach in the NFL right now. Tom Brady's also a very mediocre quarterback. Yeah, this guy's in and year if you 20. Want to talk about, if you want to talk about him being defensive coach, where has the defense been? Oh, bad. Bad as well. The bu- that's what I'm saying. Before the so season, the Buccaneers you- roster looked bad. You guys are trying to get like, oh, it's more Tom Brady's fault. No, Bulls hasn't made the right calls to the right switch-ups after the right, after not the right injuries, but the injuries too. Bulls has done, has not made any adjustment to this team that has needed, that has been needed. You have the weapons no, there I'm not for the most part. I'm not, I'm not buying, I'm not buying a single dollar. Y'all the whole drop Tom Brady on a team and his energy lift uplifts people and Tom Brady, there's a mystique around him. He's a winner. All of this crap you have Mike he Evans. wins. You have he's Chris out here Godwin. stinking it up. Leonard Fournette. Yeah. There are quarterbacks around Lily who don't have this. Get the hell out of here. I, it, it's on, it's crap. It's crap. Yeah. It's dog crap. It's dog crap. Well, you know what? You two are dog crap. I'm over <laughs> if, 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 if it. If you two if aren't it's, a dog crap. I'm changing my answer. If it's you, you and both of you and Todd Bowles, sit in the corner and not be pretty. If it's year, if it's year twenty, make the right checks at the line. Come on, man. And go, go ahead and, and switch things up. You're the one. You got the headset. You can go ahead and make a call too, Mister. I've been here for forty five years. Mister Goat. Mister Goat. Not my I goat. I chill before mommy tells all of us to shut up over mm. here. Well. Maybe Tom Brady should chill on throwing the ball to the other team. Maybe next weekend he'll throw <laughs> one interception all. instead of two since it's all Todd Bowles' fault. Yeah, sure. Blame Todd Bowles for Tom Brady being incompetent and too busy going to Robert Kraft's weddings. Oh, this was a lot of fun. This was a lot of fun. It's Stone and Dean Thomas tomorrow. Thank you so much, Jeanette from Orlando. Thank you, Stone. Thank you all for listening. I'm Theo Dorsey. Have a good one. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Dog Crap Monday on a Tuesday here on Ken LaVica Live. It's a big teddy takeover. It's me, Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5 Sports, joined by Jeanette Javier out of Orlando and Stone Labanowitz here in the studio. In for Ken LaVica, who is out. He's under the weather, and he's also under a rock because, well, the Dolphins... Not looking so hot right now for their playoff hopes. Dog Crap Monday on a Tuesday. One of my honor, uh, honorable mentions, at least, has to be Southwest Airlines, who have canceled 5,400 flights in the past 48 hours, have all kind of travelers across America stranded in airports when they should be either visiting their loved ones or trying to come home from it. My flight wasn't Southwest, but it got canceled like four times yesterday. I didn't know if I would be able to make it in in time. My brother's flight over the weekend, he almost didn't make it home for Christmas. Uh, to all of y'all who are affected by the hundreds of thousands of cancellations, none better than Southwest Airlines, 
who really dominated the weekend with cancellations and incompetence with getting people to where they want to go. Speaking of people and where they want to go, we have, who do we have in Port St. Lucie, Stone? We got Rob in PSL. Rob is in Port St. Lucie. He's on Ken Levick Alive. What's your dog crap Monday on a Tuesday, Rob? I don't know if it's dog crap Monday or not, but I, I want to touch on what Jeanette just said, and I'd give you Todd Bowles for my dog crap Monday. Listen, <laughs> how is this guy getting a free pass? The biggest change in the Bucks, which were a Super Bowl contender last year in the championship game, and the year before that they won it, is the, the, uh, the coaching change. Bruce Arians is gone. I mean, Todd Bowles isn't even running a good defense because they're getting beat up and worn out because the offense is unimaginative. Terrible, and guess what they look like? They look like the Jets from when Todd Bowles was with the Jets. Mm. <laughs> How Let's is this go, guy getting Rob, a free pass? Let's go! Man, so- I mean, seriously, how's he getting a free pass? I have no idea, Rob. You're preaching to the freaking choir. I was just yelling Why? at the TV. Fire Bowles to like today. Why are we the only ones saying it? Honestly, I don't know. I mean, I I, I tweeted out and asked Mina Kimes a question because we all know how smart she is. No response. Nobody wants to point the finger at this guy. <laughs> Man. He was gifted a championship team. Mm-hmm. He was gifted a championship team. Now, And they're the Jets now. To be fair, you're right. They do look like the Jets when Todd Bowles was coaching them. Maybe even better because that was a really abysmal time. Todd Bowles, not an offensive mind. And also, Tom Brady hasn't looked good. You can't blame it all on head coach Todd Bowles when Tom Brady's yeah, Wait a minute, wait goat. a minute, wait a minute, the wait goat. a minute. On, Brady's going to miss on, passes. Bro. Brady's going to miss passes, and that has happened. But some of the deficiencies that they have could have been addressed by a good head coach. Yes. I understand that they lost their center. Go out and get somebody or coach somebody up. They look flat. They look bored. They look unimaginative. Might, might I remind you, Tom Brady's been taking time off left and right, going to weddings. He's been disconnected. He's been dealing with divorces. Like, a lot of this oh also God, is on the Hall it. of Fame quarterback. Yeah, Rob, Rob Bowles stinks. I'm not disagreeing no, with you. Absolute, Todd Bowles stinks Rob, as a head coach. I'm curious. This team is 7-9 and nine right now, Rob. If you had to do a percentage, how much of this is Todd Bowles' fault and how much of this is Tom Brady's fault if you had to give each of them a percentage? I'll give you 80-20, but I'd still rather have Brady than a lot of quarterbacks. Hey, I'm a Jet fan, and Brady's the only quarterback that the Jets ever made because we know that Brady would have never seen the field if Mo Lewis didn't knock out Bledsoe. The Jets should take credit for for birthing Brady. Mm. Right? They'd be in a dang Super Bowl if they had them. <laughs> that is real. Hey, Rob, I loved it. I love the energy. Thank you for the call, and I love him calling out Ty Bowles. There does need to be more potentially more fire Ty Bowles energy. But, again, Ty Bowles is a defensive guy. Ty Bowles was never going to be the guy that was going to make this offense look better than it was last year. Plus, Tom Brady and the rest of these weapons have not been all the way there. Chris Godwin limped into the season. Mike Evans has not been himself dropping open passes. Like, Ty Bowles can't catch the ball for these receivers, and he also can't put it on the spot for Tom Brady. I don't want him to catch the ball either. He can't even direct them. Why would I want him on the field? Hell no. There needs to be more fire Todd Bowles yeah. energy. Thank well, you, Rob, so much execu- for justifying what I just said. Thank I, you. Been bad I'm in shock, honestly, that, that Tom gets 20% of the blow. That's like, sick. Like we, we, that, that, here we are again. Here we yeah. are again giving this guy Tom Brady a pass. We want to talk about not giving Todd Bowles a pass. This team is 7-9. and nine. A lot of that falls on Tom Brady's being terrible this year. And if this were anybody else, and right now it is the state of the Packers, and I hate to pull the card, we'd be all yeah, over this guy. Did. We'd be all over this Ty- guy. But now he gets 20% of the blame? 
He, yep. he he deserves more of the blame. Three straight games with multiple interceptions. He's thrown eight picks in his last six outings, Tom Brady. And Todd Bowles isn't the one out here throwing the ball to the other team. Yes, Todd Bowles is bad at being a head coach in the NFL right now. Tom Brady's also a very mediocre quarterback. Yeah, this guy's in and year if you 20. Want to talk about, if you want to talk about him being a defensive coach, where has the defense been? Oh, bad. Bad as well. The bu- hey, that's what I'm saying. Before the so season, the Buccaneers roster you- looked bad. You guys are trying to get like, oh, it's more Tom Brady's fault. No, Bulls hasn't made the right calls to the right switch ups after the right after not the right injuries, but the injuries too. Bulls has done has not made any adjustment to this team that has needed that has been needed. You have the weapons no, there. I'm not for the most it. part. I'm not. I'm not buying. I'm not buying a single dollar. The whole drop Go Tom Brady on a team and his energy uplifts people. And Tom Brady, there's a mystique around him. He's a winner. All of this crap. You have Mike he Evans. Wins. You have He's Chris out here Godwin. stinking it up. Leonard Fournette. Yeah. There are quarterbacks around Lily who don't have this. Get the hell out of here. I, it, it's on. It's crap. It's crap. Yeah. It's dog crap. It's dog crap. Well, you know what? You two are dog crap. I'm over <laughs> it. If, 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 if you two if are it's, the dog crap, I'm changing my answer. If it's you, you and both of you and Todd Bowles sit in the corner and not be pretty. If it's year, if it's year twenty, make the right checks at the line. Come on, man. And go ahead and, and switch things up. You're the one. You got the headset. You can go ahead and make a call too, Mister. I've been here for forty five years. Mister Goat. Mister Goat. Not my goat. I gotta chill before mommy tells all of us to shut up over mm-hmm. here. Well. Maybe Tom Brady should chill on throwing the ball to the other team. Maybe next weekend he'll throw <laughs> one interception all. instead of two since it's all Todd Bowles' fault. Yes, yeah, sure. Blame Todd Bowles for Tom Brady being incompetent and too busy going to Robert Kraft's weddings. Oh, this was a lot of fun. This was a lot of fun. It's Stone and Dean Thomas tomorrow. Thank you so much, Jeanette from Orlando. Thank you, Stone. Thank you all for listening. I'm Theo Dorsey. Have a good one. 